Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere, the weekend has begun. Now, how do I know the weekend has begun? Because this is the fifth hour with me, Ben Maller, and Danny G Radio. Happy National Popcorn Day, Danny. Are you a fan of popcorn? Uh, Not a huge fan. I mean, if you go to the movies, it's hard to pass it up when it's warm and it's got a little bit of butter on it. But I don't like the way it sticks in your teeth. And also, I don't like the way you feel after you're done gorging on it. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a popcorn orgy when you go to the movie theater. And uh, I, I don't eat a lot of popcorn. I actually like popcorn. I, I'm positive. I'm in the pro popcorn camp. But uh, the, uh, the stomach ache is pretty bad. And I, I was told by somebody years ago that with every kernel of popcorn that you eat is about 10 seconds of your life less that you're going to live. I got a thing about dead bodies. Uh, eating eating the buttered, the movie theater buttered popcorn, which is so good. Yeah. So, uh, so amazing. And back in the day, my big eating days, before I started doing this Fugazi fasting and all that, Danny, I would go to a theater near the house and they had, I, I don't know if they still do this. They used to do buy a large popcorn and you get a free refill. Um, that was That was the thing. So I'd buy the large popcorn, like the extra large popcorn. They still do that, okay. but the large popcorn is twenty nine ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, so but back in back in my day, it was uh, reasonable. I can you know comparably reasonable. So I, I'd get the large popcorn, and I would get there as early as I could, watch all the trailers, and and try to finish about half of it before the movie started, uh, so I could go back and get more, and and that was my my move. But there's few things better than popcorn at a movie and like chocolate and you know, the sweet and the, and the salty uh, fatty popcorn is just uh, absolutely wonderful. So uh, happy national popcorn day. And we are back. A new weekend is upon us here on the fifth hour and today's edition 
a hodgepodge of randomness as we head into a divisional playoff weekend in the NFL tomorrow and Sunday. We will be down to the final four teams in the NFL by yeah. Sunday uh, Sunday nights. It's it's wrapping up, uh, Danny. We're getting close to the silly season in football, which is also fun for sports radio, but only a couple more games to go here. It's crazy. It seems like just yesterday we were celebrating on the air the preseason and the start of the season. I can't believe it's wrapping up right now. Yeah, it's just we're, we're on a, a high-speed submarine, like a nuclear fusion submarine just flying through – through all of this, but we have uh, today, uh, today's pod, we have the Green Day, Kevin Costner special, the phrase of the week, and we'll see what else we have we have time for. So I want to start with this. Now, as you know, this podcast serves two purposes. Not only does it give you, the consumer, fresh audio content on the weekends when I'm normally not working, and Danny as well, but in addition... I can whore myself out and promote my TV show, which is still on the air. It's amazing. I know. Uh, So we recorded the latest episode, the divisional round episode of Benny versus the Penny. And I was asked by a listener. I did not use this in the mailbag. I'm using it right now. The mailbag's on Sunday. Uh, But he asked, how are you guys going to do the show? Because there's not as many games and you guys still have to do the full Full show, And so my response to that is, uh, A, uh, yeah, there aren't as many games, obviously, but it's only a half an hour show. And uh, Danny, as you know, from being a seasoned radio professional, uh, we do uh, on a radio show, uh, you know, 22 and a half, 23 minutes of content with our eyes closed and our hands tied behind our back or whatever Rush Limbaugh used to say. We could go on a side rant for a good 18, 19 minutes and then try to get back to the point. But then your producer is saying, break, break, got to go. And you got to pick up your real topic on the other side. Exactly. So that that's the point. I mean, and and you just when you do the radio stuff, it's long form. It's I do four hours a night. I've done five in the past. I did with Looney. Well, I do the TV show with we would go on the air at one o'clock Eastern time. 10 o'clock in the West, and we would go all the way till uh, 7 o'clock. So we did six hours of live radio every Sunday for seven years. And so you learn you learn how to how to talk. And, and you know, so I'm not, I'm not worried about that. Um, and, and even with the fewer number of games, we still have so much to say. We likely will still run out of time. But that's not the point. All right, the point is this. We had – a historical moment on this latest episode of Benny versus the Penny, which will be start. It's going to start airing later today. Uh, I think the first showing is this afternoon in San Francisco, but uh, and it's on all over the country. So our our first wardrobe malfunction on the TV show. You always remember your first. So if that didn't catch your attention, maybe it did. I don't know. Uh, was it me? Did I have the wardrobe malfunction? No, because I have a military-like outfit when I go and do this show. I have the hat. I have the uh, the pullover top. I have the dress shirt. That's my outfit. That's what I wear. But Tom Looney was called to the carpet. Is it true that Tom Looney had a fashion faux pas, a fashion faux pas on the fifth hour podcast uh, or the uh, the TV show, which we're talking about now on the Fifth Hour Podcast. So Looney 
He wore a shirt. He showed up. Now, the way this works, I get there hours before we're supposed to record the TV show. And I squeeze my way into the back room there at Universal Studios. There's no one there. The place is completely empty. And I go in there, and there's a table, a couple of chairs around it. There's a big whiteboard that has some notes for some, I don't even, I don't even read it, some movie something or whatever. So I'm sitting there. I got like half a light on, and I'm going over my notes, doing some final preparation for the, the show. Well, about half an hour before the show, before the record time, uh, Looney comes rolling in. Now, the great thing about Looney is you don't have to be worried about being surprised by Looney because you can. it's, it's like a, a stampede of buffalo, Danny. You can hear Looney approaching from... <laughs> A mile away because he's just randomly saying hello and talking to random people in the building. So I knew Looney was on the way. So he comes in there, you know, you say hello. We do the uh, usual niceties and all that. And uh, I always make sure to take note of his outfit because he wears some crazy crap. And he had this shirt on and he pointed out that this is a shirt with microphones. And I was like, well, who cares? Uh, you know, I mean, big deal. And Looney was trying to explain, well, you know, we work with microphones. This is kind of cool. And uh, you know who does care, though, Danny? That would be the production team in Boston. Uh-oh. And as Paul Harvey used to say on radio, you know what the news is, but now you're about to hear the rest of the story. So why would the production team in Boston be upset by Tom Looney wearing just a random shirt with microphones on a TV show? Well, it turns out that those microphones were bright green microphones. Bright green microphones. You want to take a guess, Danny, what happens when one wears the color green on a <laughs> television show in a studio? You look like <laughs> Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> exactly. So we, we do the show, obviously, in a studio with green screen. That's how they are able to put the graphics behind us. It's just basic TV. And <laughs> Looney sits down. He gets mic'd up. They put his IFB in. And he's like, he's, oh, hello, everyone, you know, and all this stuff. And we're looking in the monitor, and you're right. It's like Looney has become Casper, the friendly ghost. It's, we see his head, but it was floating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mostly a floating head, mostly a floating head. And uh, and we, they were trying to figure out. Like, originally, the people in Boston were like, "What's going on?" Maybe they thought it was a problem uh, with the graphics. And and then we uh, we, we quickly surmised, no, 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 this was Looney going full Green Day, and, and he had to do the walk of shame. Now, fortunately for Looney, he knew he's a klutz, and he did bring an extra shirt. So he did bring an extra shirt. So, so it wasn't a total d- disaster, but it was hilarious because we're getting ready to start recording the show, and they're like, ah, we can't do that. You know, we, we're, we're done. And uh, and so Looney had to go in the back room and, uh, and change. It was, it was pretty fun. It was well, what would have happened if he had not had the extra with him. Well, it just been me. I would have been talking. I would have uh, pretended to be loony and then I'd go back and do my thing. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what would have what would have happened with that. But by, by the way, the TV show, the divisional round edition of Benny versus the Penny. You got to check your local TV listings, as Danny likes to say, uh, for showings in your area. It's distributed by NBC uh, Celtics or WNBC. Yeah, right. Uh, Celtics are playing tonight, so we're on late. We're bumped to the late TV window tonight in Boston. Benny versus the Penny, 1130. There's no good late-night TV, so we'll be on 1130 and then a, an encore showing at midnight 
in Boston. Uh, there's a, I think a Flyers game in Philadelphia, I believe, on NBC Sports Philly. So we'll be on 11 o'clock there. I uh, have a late night showing in Chicago tonight. Uh, Bay Area, we're on uh, first showings at 2 o'clock this afternoon, Pacific time. So we're on early. And there's three, there's two other showings after that. There's one after the Warriors game. Uh, so check your listings on that. We're also on a couple times on NBC Sports California, which is the home of the Sacramento Kings. And then tomorrow, Danny, on Saturday, I guess the Lakers aren't playing because Benny versus the Penny will be on Spectrum Sportsnet SoCal. Not once, not twice, not three times, but four showings. Four showings. That's, I think that's a record. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Lakers play on Sunday evening. Okay, yeah. So we're on, thank God, uh, we're on four times in the Los Angeles market on Spectrum Sportsnet SoCal, which is my favorite. I don't know how that became my favorite cable channel in L.A. It's very odd. And, and then on Sunday, we have the normal block. We have been locked in to the 11.30 a.m. Eastern TV window on Sportsnet New York, better known as SNY, which will be interesting because that show will be broadcast after the games on Saturday. And uh, who knows? I don't know what's going to happen with that because we don't know who's going to win. I have my picks, but the games on Saturday – the Texans and Ravens and the Packers and 49ers. And by the time the show airs, those two games will be long over. So either I'll look like a genius or a total jackass uh, on, on the TV show. So now that, that was the, the Green Day uh, story with, with Looney Tunes. Manny Machado popped two woodies tonight. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Now, turning the page on that, I uh, wanted to share a bit of a story. So this past weekend, I wanted to follow up on a story, Dana, that I told on the on the radio, on the radio uh, the other night. This goes way back to early in the week. So this past weekend was party hardy time. My, uh, my friend, my colleague, Rob Parker, our buddy Rob, we love Rob, and he celebrated his 60th trip around the globe here, around the planet. Spin, spin, spin around 
And uh, and so he threw us a very elaborate birthday party at the MGM Grand Hotel and Casino in the heart of Lost Wages, Nevada. And Rob invited us. Uh, we love Rob. We love Vegas. So we were like, yeah, we're going. Uh, and so we spent the weekend, me and the wife spent the weekend in Sin City. And we had, we had a lot of fun. It was a great trip. I'll tell more about it throughout the weekend. Uh, we drove, always drive. I've only flown to Vegas once in all these years. I've been around going to Vegas. I've been going to Vegas for a long time, and only once have I flown. And the only reason I flew was because somebody paid for it. I didn't pay for it. Yeah. You know, I'm a man of the people. I know all the, the great restaurants in Victorville, Barstow, Baker, and Prim. Have it all mapped out, Danny. I know where to go in Victorville. There's a lot of good restaurants in Victorville, but that's the first, that's like the 25% mark on the way to Vegas from LA. Yeah, you're barely out of Southern California. Exactly. So you're better off waiting till at least Barstow. Because Barstow, that's like the sweet spot. That's halfway. Baker, I like the Mad Greek in Baker, that alien beef jerky place out in Baker is kind of cool. But when you get to Baker, you're like, you know, it's not that much further to to Vegas. You know, you're more than halfway. It's like the, but then you go, you go through Prim, and you're like, well, yeah, I could stop in Prim, maybe do a little gambling because it's just right across the state line from California. But then you're like, it's only another hour to Vegas. Why don't I just go to Vegas and eat? So like Barstow is the perfect spot on that perfect spot in my my opinion. But I, you know, see all the sand and the cactus and all that that your heart desires, and. Uh, you know, had, had a fun with you. We ate a lot of good food. I'll tell you more about that probably later in the weekend. Uh, probably later I'll get to that. But watch the games and had a good time. And the party was was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, Rob's Danny, Rob's much different than me. I can't imagine ever throwing a party like that for myself. I, I just can't. But. <laughs> no. There's, <laughs> there's no way I could see you doing something remotely close to that. No, I will not be renting out the hall at the MGM Grand for a birthday party. But uh, it was very kind. I mean, Rob is uh he's a he's a mensch, as we like to say. Imagine ordering big banners with your face on it. Uh yeah, well, yeah, that's a little a little much. Uh but it was uh, he sat me at table nine. I was very happy. I was in the top ten tables. This was a big event. There were a couple hundred people there. So I was at table nine. At table nine. Oh man. Uh with Bob Guerra, wrong button Bob. All right. Producer, he was there. Uh, Chris Broussard was was hanging out. He sat next to me there. Chris was wearing a tuxedo, among the other luminaries. Uh, that was like the FSR table. There were a few of the people that were on the Odd Couple were sitting there as well. And then they they had the event. They had a buffet meal. They had open bar, kind of. You had two drinks each, but it's open bar for two drinks. Uh, they had the the roast of Rob and poking fun at Rob for his legendary love of a certain ballet in Atlanta and uh, his love of uh, cheapness, <laughs> you know, when he travels, Golden Girls, all that. Now, Stephen A. Smith, our former morning guy at Fox Sports Radio, was supposed to speak. And I'm going to say it again. If you don't know the famous Rob Parker story, if you hate Stephen A. Smith, you can thank Rob Parker. Uh, yeah, you can thank him or be upset with him for Stephen A. still having a career in television because years ago, when Stephen A. was a young sports writer, he was going to quit sports writing to work at a bank in, I think it was North Carolina, the famous story, and uh, Rob Parker talked him out of leaving sports media. Talked him out of it. He was going to be a banker. 
and uh, and Rob convinced him not to do it. And Stephen A. has made a gazillion dollars uh, since then. But anyway, his flight was delayed. So he should he, have bought all of you a third drink. <laughs> you think? <laughs> so he, he was supposed to speak. He didn't show up. I We thought he wasn't going to show up. And then like two hours after the event started, this hootenanny, um, we were walking. Me and my wife were, were walking through the, one of the hallways. We were like on our way. We're like, man, we'll leave now. We've been here a couple hours. And we're starting to walk, and we see coming towards us like ships passing in the night. We see this huge entourage, and uh, it's like Floyd Mayweather heading into the ring at the MGM, or Oscar De La Hoya, or Mike Tyson, or something like that. Oh, okay. And uh, and, and then I was like, wait a minute, this is like uh, Kevin, an old Kevin Costner classic, a Kevin Costner special. Remember that movie, that old movie with Whitney Houston, The Bodyguard? Remember oh that? sure, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like the bodyguard times two, because hand to God, Danny, Stephen A. Walking, he had a lady friend with him, and there was like one other person who was a little older. But then surrounded by these two goon bodyguards, he'll eat the table, protecting Stephen A. from the great unwashed. Which was amusing because he was walking in an empty corridor of the MGM, which was off limits. To anyone else, you weren't allowed to be in that area where we were. Uh, but yeah, he had two bodyguards with him as he strolled in. I'm like, hey, what? He's what made that? a lot of enemies over the years, Ben. You don't want to make an enemy out of him. You do not want to make an enemy out of me. I I guess was like was he worried that Jason Whitlock was going to pop out behind a potted plant and uh, <laughs> jump on top of him or something like that? It was, it was crazy. <laughs> Snacks. <laughs> Uh, but that that was uh, that was surprising. That was uh, shocking. Now Stephen A. In the past, when he was just starting to rise up at ESPN, and that show was taking off with Skip Bayless, the famous story that we referenced. Actually, Eddie brought this up. I had forgotten about it. Back in the Pete Carroll days of USC football, when SC were rock stars in LA in that era. Back in those days, uh, Stephen A. showed up to a USC game at the Coliseum with Pete Carroll, Matt Leinart, Reggie Bush, that group. And at the Coliseum, he was you know went to the bathroom. We all have to go to the bathroom, but he had a security guard guard the bathroom so nobody else could go in while Stephen A. was uh, was uh, draining the snake there. No one else could go in. So that was a long time. That's probably. Man, Pete Carroll, SC, we're probably going back 15, 20 years, not 20 years, but 15 to 20 years, a long time ago. And so he's up the bodyguard game. Uh, And how much do you think that costs? Because Stephen A. travels a lot. He lives on the East Coast, but he's got a place in L.A. He's traveling all over the place. So not only do you have to pay for the bodyguard, you got to pay for their travel, you got to pay for their food, all that, right? So it's... yeah. 24 hours a day. I, I know he's making a lot of money and he can afford it, but I'm still curious how much that costs. I would love to know how much he spends on private. I know. I, I feel like if it were you or me, we would try to find a way to just have one goon and it would be like a family, like a relative or something who's huge. And that way you could get like the family discount because otherwise, I mean, even if you have a lot of money, you're right. That adds up quickly. Didn't Shaquille O'Neal have a relative as his bodyguard? I remember when he was playing for the Lakers, there was a buddy of his that was his uh, his traveling yeah. companion. I forget the guy's name, but I believe he was a cousin or something of Chad. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right about that. 
Shaq is smart with his money. Oh, yeah. No, Shaq. Listen, Shaq made a ton. Not as much as Magic Johnson, but you can't turn on a sporting event without seeing Shaq whoring himself out for some product. You know what? I'm sick and tired of you. You're fired. Get out. Or multiple products. And he's, he's next level. So good job by him. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Oh, I wanted to also mention that does anyone have a a locksmith? This was rather odd. Weird thing happened this week, the other night in the FSR studio. So Eddie usually does not enter my domain. I don't enter his domain. He's in the update studio. But the other night he came wandering out of his safe space, walked down the hall, around the corner, turned the corner again and uh, attempted to enter the studio I was in because he wanted to tell me something about the schedule. And that is when the thingamajig stopped work, or we thought it stopped working. Oh, uh, I've, I've had this happen one time too. Okay. Yeah. So Eddie tries to open the door and the door doesn't open. Yeah. So the main studio. I'm like, oh, what's up? Yeah, that mechanism is janky. There's once or twice where the door, we thought it was locked on Covino and Rich. Yeah, yeah. So I I was very concerned. I was like, well, wait a minute. The door, if it closes, I'll not be able to get in the studio. I'll be, I'll be locked out of the on-air studio. So we had put a sign up, and yeah, it's really messed up. And then he, the funniest part about this, like we're freaking out. We're like, oh, no. Iowa Sam, of course, goes in full panic at the disco mode. And he's oh. like, okay, I'm going to email this person. I'm going to call this person. We're going to get this thing fixed. You know, we put a sign on the door, the whole thing. And so Jonas comes strolling in after we get done. And again, the way that works, I, we could open the door from the studio out, but you couldn't open the door going in. It wouldn't open. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was locked. You know, really quick, Ben, love Iowa Sam to death. He's a great guy, but he has been known to have little meltdowns from time to time. 
I feel like he would have been a great replacement for Mr. Furley on Three's Company. <laughs> yeah, you know, he has he also has a little like Annie Z, which no one listening will know who that is. But uh, our, our friend Annie, who is a big boss at Fox. And yeah. I love Annie to death. But I would say him as a similar personality, I think, in that regard. <laughs> I'm on the warning, you guys. <laughs> anyway, the, the the funniest thing, it was like a slapstick comedy. So we're all freaking out, you know. Hoop's trying to open the door. He can't open it. Eddie's trying to open it. He can't open it. You know, then I have them go in the studio. I try to open the door. I can't get the damn thing open. Like the thingamajig's not working. And uh, I'm like, you know, oh, crap. So then after the show. How many DJs does it take to open a door? I know. I know. So here's the funniest thing, right? So Jonas shows up to do his show. I have never heard of this cracker. I'm packing my stuff up. The door's closed. And Jonas walks over. He twists the knob. Walks right in, like there's no, like there's nothing broken. And I'm like, what the, what the hell? Uh, I said, are you some kind of ninja? We we, <laughs> we spent the last two hours obsessing with this stupid freaking door, and you walk right in like it's perfectly fine. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, you just gotta like press in and pull down. It's like you press <laughs> in. Like what? We did that. So paralysis by analysis. Uh, I, yeah. Uh, it was, it was not, now, don't you think Danny, and I don't want to speak for management. They're very important people and I don't want to speak for them, but don't you think you could fix the door so it doesn't ever work that way where it just stops opening for a stretch of time and you have to have some kind of secret code. It's like opening a bank vault to get in the studio. Don't you think there's better ways to accomplish that? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, you know, what do I know? Uh, maybe, maybe that's, they want to have a locksmith. Does anyone know a locksmith and have them? Them come in. All right. Uh, we have the phrase of the week. Are you ready for the phrase of the week? The phrase of the week. All right. Phrase of the week. This week, it is something we got from the radio show. I mentioned this. I was like, hey, uh, I don't I don't know where that came from. And then people were emailing me. Well, why don't you make that the, the word of the week or whatever, the phrase of the week? I said, okay. What you want, we will give you. So the term... We're using this week, the phrase of the week is wee hours, the wee hours of the morning. Have you heard that one, Danny, before the wee hours of the morning? Oh, of course. Of course. Everyone's heard that. So the term wee hours, according to a minutes-long Maller investigation, uh, obviously it means the early hours of the morning, and it is the time period after midnight. The term wee, of course, in English it means uh, very small or tiny. And these are the hours between 12 a.m. and the time when the sun rises, which is prime real estate when you do an overnight talk show. And it's the beginning of the new day. It's called the wee hours. Now, the expression wee hours, according to my research, is a Scottish expression. Racist. And it refers to the small number that are used to refer to them, uh, the one, two, three o'clock, as in small hours. One, two, and three. Uh, wee hours is supposedly not that old the term uh, when you think about the history of time. It it goes back to 1891, which is a long time ago, but you think about how long people have been around and all that. Uh, so 1891, and then there was one reference to it. They think it might have originated but not gone into the lexicon in 1787, but it really became mainstream in 1891, I say mainstream, there was no internet in 1891, so it still was word of mouth and newspapers and, 
and things like that. But we hours is the phrase of the week. Those early morning hours between midnight and the time the sun rises. It is a Scottish expression is what it is. All right, we'll get out on that, Danny. I mentioned the TV show tonight. I'm off from radio. I did the overnight show last night. But you, my man, Danny, right? You got a lot going on later today, right? Yeah. After producing this fine podcast, I'll take a little nap, wake my ass up, and drive to beautiful Sherman Oaks, California, for the fun Friday edition of the Covino and Rich Show. That is 5 p.m. in New York City. Beautiful. Enjoy that. Have a wonderful rest of your Friday. Check out Benny versus the Penny. Man, would that mean a lot to me. That would be really cool. And we'll have fresh pods all weekend. Another pod coming up on Saturday. Obviously, we'll give you uh, all we got. Never before told stories. We'll get to that. And uh, we'll do it tomorrow. Have a wonderful, wonderful Friday. Pasta, pasta. Got a murder. Got to go. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening.